Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, December 15th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. We come to you three times a week and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we are going to be talking about a text from Isaiah. But before we get into that, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. All-powerful God, increase our strength of will for doing good, that Christ may find an eager welcome at his coming. And call us to his side in the kingdom of heaven, where he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Our scripture today comes from the prophet Isaiah chapter 12, verses 2 through 6. Listen for a word from God. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength and my might. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. You will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the nations. Proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be known in all the earth. Sing aloud and sing for joy, O royal Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Brett, this seems to be a text that speaks to a specific context, but it also gives hope for us today. Can you tell us a little bit about the original context or how you might find hope in this passage? Yeah, absolutely. So Isaiah is one of those books that we love to use in uh, Advent season because it does lots of really, really neat things of... Um, Isaiah is a book that most scholars think takes place from before the Assyrians uh, conquered the northern kingdom all the way into exile. And so it spans this really large breadth of Israelite history and and the most painful part of history uh, for the Israelites. And so it talks about... um, it talks about both the judgment and the pain that's coming to them because of how they have lived and not acknowledge God's covenant, but then it also looks to hope and it looks to salvation, both salvation and coming back to the promised land, which they will be restored in. And then also uh, it does this dual thing where it talks about the salvation coming back to the promised land, but it also looks forward to a Messiah and a savior. And we as Christians take that and look to Jesus uh, for that. And then so we do this really cool thing in Advent where we participate uh, with them in their original context and we think about the pain of exile and judgment. And then we look to the hope of Jesus, which we know, who we know is coming. And then we as Christians take that today and we interpret it again and we look to more hope of that Jesus will finally come and the kingdom will be fully realized. And so it works on all these different levels. And what's really cool about this text is this is a kind of hymn of thanksgiving that is kind of dropped in the middle of judgment of the fact that a serious coming and things aren't going to be great. Uh, and it's a looking 
back to um, the Exodus event. Of it talks about drawing out the water and the wells of salvation, which is a almost a direct quote from the Song of Miriam uh, after after the Israelites go through the Red Sea. And so it's this looking back, being in the present, looking forward, and us again eschatologically looking forward. It's working on all these different spaces, all pointing to the fact that God is involved in the lives of God's people. And I think that's where I find hope, is um, in the past, in the present, in the future, in the far future, in the near future, God's working. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that this is a hymn. I can't help but think of that anthem. Surely it is God who will save me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I will trust in him and not be... Uh, sorry, you had to hear that, listener. <laughs> um, there is something about this. Isaiah saying, in difficulty, I remember hmm. that God is my Savior and I will trust and not be afraid. And then Isaiah says, and you will say in that day... Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name. I find that amazing because, you know, in the Jewish tradition, they don't spell the name of God, Mm -hmm. right? And so I do feel like Christmas is the time when we were given our Lord and we call on his name, Mm. right? The name for us is Jesus Christ, and that's who we call on. And so for me, it very much um, foreshadows um, the birth of Christ into the world. And then I also love that. Um, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds and sing praises. That's really the heart of it, right? Yeah. That God does offer us salvation. God does come to us. We have a God that we can call on who will walk with us. That's what all of the words from our lips should probably be about. Hmm. Um, remembering that and singing those praises to God. And that's that's the idea of, you know, witness and testimony is testifying to those great deeds that have been done personally in our lives that have been done in the midst of the world that has been done in the past. Um, again, the, the thing that this passage is doing is, is looking back and talking about the deeds God has done uh, and then looking forward and looking at the deeds God will do. And I think that that is what uh, we look to in faith and hope is knowing that um, you know, this isn't, judgment isn't the end of the story, um, right. That, right? This comes right after Isaiah tells the people, uh, things are going to get really tough, um, because of how you've lived, because mm-hmm. of how you have treated the poor, because how you have treated yep. uh, your people, uh, things are going to be tough, uh, but that's not the end of the story. Um, yes. And I think that's what we as Christians are constantly, you know, you can look around and see the brokenness of the world and we can say that's not the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not that we just look and we hope that one day God will fix everything, but we are participants in that story every single day. That's funny you say that too, because um, there was a time in my life when I was coming to faith and I was having kind of these deep spiritual experiences, but I wasn't a part of a church community. And I remember like dying to have someone to talk to it about you know, talk with about this spiritual Mm -hmm. experience. And, and then, so fast forward, I do have this church community. I do have a place to talk about it, but, you know, as a preacher, one of the things that I have heard is that you should never talk about yourself when you're preaching, but we are supposed to give that testimony, Mm -hmm. not because of us, Mm -hmm. but because of God. Mm -hmm. And I do wish that, um, or maybe my prayer 
is that more and more we would become a community who can put words to the miracle of what we see God working in our lives. Because I think that brings up a good point of, you know, if um, preachers often model what it is, what it's like to talk about God for for their congregants. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that that's a paradigm that you have to do that, but that's often the leader in your community. And so that's what you're seeing. And so if a preacher never shares about God's work in their life, I think it gives a uh, gives yeah. a pass to everyone in the congregation to never talk about how God has worked in their lives right. because they haven't seen it modeled. Um, yeah, I think the um, the advice I had was uh, never make yourself the hero in the story. <laughs> and I've right? heard never make yourself Jesus, Jesus. in the yeah, story, right? <laughs> like if, and believe me, like the, I don't have any experiences where I was the, <laughs> the hero Jesus. Jesus. I mess it up all the time. Like that's nailed it every time. <laughs> But yeah, and I also, I think that's another way, we talked about this on Monday, um, God is a God of particularity. Mm -hmm. God came to all of humanity, but God also came to Tara. Mm -hmm. And so I can only give voice to what Tara has experienced or maybe pointed out in other ways, but... Well, and that's, and that's a gift to the community because, as you said, God is a God of particularity, and so I can only know God from my experience, right? Yes. But my knowledge of God grows as i hear the experiences of other people yes Uh, so i I, it's a gift for me to hear the stories and of testimonies and witnesses because then i have a fuller picture of god's love of how other people have experienced that particularity and it's just as terrifying to make yourself vulnerable as a preacher as it is as a person oh it's more i think yeah Yeah, because there are more people more people to listen Our quote today comes from C.S. Lewis, who says, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it I see everything else. Friends, thank you so much for joining us today. I don't know where you are, but if you are at all in the Huntsville area, I ask that you come and join us, either for Sunday worship, 8.30 or 11.00 or particularly on Christmas Eve, we will have services at 5 and 7 p.m. You would be most welcome. If you are farther away, please feel free to join us online at fpchsv.org. We will be live streaming Christmas Eve in particular at 5 o'clock. So friends, with that, may you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.